Okay, we are up to Sefer Vayikra, Parshas Vayikra, Tavshin Ayin Hey, scheduling note, next week there will not be a Parsha Shir, there will be the Haggadah Shir, instead of the Parsha Shir next Wednesday night. Uh, so Parsha Sav, we will have to uh, take a break from uh, for this year, and then the fa- next Parsha Shir then will be after Pesach. The week after the week, uh, the first week before Pesach, there's no Parsha that week. It's uh, it's Yantif. The following week after Pesach, it's going to be a little tricky because we're going to be giving the Parsha Shir a week early for those listening in Chutz Laaretz because we get a week ahead. Uh, here, the last day of Pesach is on Shabbos for B'nai Chutz Laaretz. So it's good to have it a week ahead anyway, uh, but um, we'll catch up in a couple of weeks, or you'll catch up in a couple of weeks um, getting back on track. But either way, that'll be, so the Wednesday after Pesach, we will pick up with uh, Parsha. But again, next Wednesday uh, will be the Haggadah Shir. Be'el Hashem will be on, and those uh, past year's Haggadah Shir will uh, be on, are already online on, uh, on the OU website, OU.org. Okay, we start off by Yikra. And even before we get to what's on the sheet, something I found uh, yesterday, so didn't make it to the sheet. <coughs> Maybe we'll, it'll be Tarsh of Alpeh this year, Tarsh of in the future. The Oznayim Torah of Sarotskin has a comment in his introduction to Vayikra, where he writes, This is the book that I need to write a commentary on the most, because there are so few stories, and it, on the surface, seems not so inspiring and not so impressionable. And it's harder to get messages from this Sefer. Says Rav Daznayim Matora that I am going to make sure that everybody gets as many messages from Sefer Vayikra as they do from Breshis and Shmos and by Midbar and Dvarim. And we have to realize, so many, such a large percentage of mitzvos, a third of all mitzvos come from the Sefer. So we can't just turn off Kachim and Taurus. But first of all, the second half of the Sefer is not Kachim and Taurus, and even the first half of the Sefer. We have to realize what it is, what it's all about. He writes, Hello, Ain Besefer Vayikra Meakarot Otonu Vahamoraos, Sheiru Bamidbar, Vukukulo Mali Vagadush Tvarashem Zubahalacha. And therefore he says he was Yogea and he pushed himself. He says, "Mikimachi gati lazir vayikra samtili lematar no sefes limso gam besefer hamali alachos raiyanot nisgavim b'divrei agada." I'm going to bring messages. Hamoshchem esalev v'lafichah chechpalti esayegia. I worked even harder on the sefer to make sure that I give the proper um, attention to and uh, to the sefer as the others do. So, with that introduction, we say we agree. We need to give the proper. Um, perspective on Sefer Vayikra as we do all the other parshios of the year and we start off with Parshas Vayikra Parshas Vayikra and we start off not only with Parsh, Sefer Vayikra and Parshas Vayikra and not even the first Aliyah but we start off with the first word the first word Vayikra El Moshe as we know the Balaturim already points out you know, we don't have to need the Balaturim but Vayikra has a little Aleph Vayikra spelled with a little Aleph and the Balaturim quotes what happened to the little Aleph? As we know, Moshe Rabbeinu was commanded by Hashem to write the Torah, and he was dictated letter for letter, word for word, to <coughs> to write the write everything that he was dictated. And Moshe Rabbeinu hears Vayikra El Moshe. He capital H calls to Moshe. Me little O me Moshe. Hashem called to me. No, I can't write that. That's, that's too much uh, raising me up. I'm going to write Vayikra. I'll leave out the Aleph. Vayikah from the word Lashon Mikra. It happened. It just so happened that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was there and Moshe was there and Hashem spoke to Moshe. But it's not that Vayikra and he called him with a Lashon Chiba. And Hashem says, no, you can't write that. 
You can't write Vayikra. I told you to write Vayikra. So Moshe's like, okay, Pshara. Compromise. And that's why we have a little Aleph. He wrote it, but he didn't write it big. Vayikra el Moshe. That's the Balaturim. Shemoshe l'aratza lichtov el Vayikra. Kederach shenamra babilam. Like by Bilam. And instead Hashem forced him, but at least he wrote it in an Aleph. So we start off with a thought from Rabunim. Rabunim Parshischa in source number one where he discusses the Anava of Moshe Rabbeinu. And how could we relate it to us? If somebody has an amazing talent, if somebody is good at something, it's hard not to look down at others who aren't as good in something as, as I am. If I'm a good in a certain sport or I'm good in a certain field, right? So we feel good about ourselves. How can we, what can we put into our minds to be like Moshe, <laughs> who was the Anav Mikal Adam? So Rabunim says, I'll give you a marshal. Somebody is a mountain climber. And he climbs and he climbs and he reaches a tremendous height, tremendous peak. When he gets to the top, he looks around. And he feels, I am awesome. Look how big I am. Look how tall I am. I am above everyone else in the city. I am above them. I am higher than them. And a Chacham comes over to him and says, you're on the ground like they're on the ground. It's the mountain that's higher. It's not you. It's the conditions that you are in that makes you higher. But it's not something inherent in you. It's the mountain that you are standing on that makes you higher. Says Rabunim, it's the kohos that Hashem puts into a person that makes them stand up in a certain area. Yes, we have to work hard. Yes, we have to have self-confidence to, a, to an extent. But ultimately, we have to realize that all kohos that we have in any area comes from Hashem. They're all divinely given. Even basic abilities, the senses, smelling, seeing, hearing. That's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But more than that, the specific areas of strengths and talents that each person has, it's like they're standing on top of a mountain. They're on the brain mountain. They're on the sport mountain. They're on the whatever mountain it is. The mountain of wisdom that this person has. And that's how we have to view it, that it's not ourselves, but we are just put into the situation on top of the mountain by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And in that way, we could follow Moshe's lead as being the Anav Mikal Adam. Okay, so now let's get into Vayikra. Vayikra, as we know, the first couple, at least the first two parshios, are mainly about Karbanos. This is the two Vayikra. We say, oh, it's all Karbanos. The first two parshios, the first parsha and a half, Karbanos. And then we'll get to uh, Tazri and Mitzorah, which is about Saras. Achremos is the Avoda of Yom Kippurim, which includes a little more. And then the second half of Achremos is not really Kachim anymore. That gets to Arayos. Kedoshim is, is a ton of mitzvos. But the first two are about Karbanos. And if we think about Karbanos, on the surface, Lechora, it appears to be the most separated, distant, disconnected topics that we have in the whole Torah. Like, what does this mitzvah have to do with life? It's an animal sacrifice. It's a, it's, a, it's a flower sacrifice. What does that have to do with me? And how, how do I connect to that? It's obviously harder for us to understand when we don't have it. And as we mentioned in the past, 
The best way to start appreciating it is by studying it. And the deeper we know any topic, the more we appreciate the details and the messages of what is supposed to come out of these details and mitzvos. But it seems on the surface the hardest, the hardest one to incorporate into my life. What does this animal have to do with me anyway? Okay, I think it's as if, but Lamaisa, how do I look at it? And the Tal Chaim, Chaim Cohen, the Chalban, as he's uh, as he's known, notes that we start off this whole section with the Vayikra. Hashem calls us as if there is a closeness that we could achieve through these halachas. What does this parsha talk about? The five program of Vayikra: Ola, Chatas, Shlamim, Asham. Right, all the all the all the basic carbonos. So, how exactly does that fit with the Vayikra? How can we, how can we appreciate this area of Torah in terms of its bringing us close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? So says the Tal Chaim. He turns everything on its head and says, maybe it's just the opposite, and maybe this area of Torah and Halacha, in a certain sense, is the most connected to life, and to every element and aspect of life. Let's see what he says. Source number two. Okay, I'll give you a part of it. His pieces, those who are familiar, are, are, uh, are somewhat lengthy. So we have a piece of, the, uh, of his first ma'amar in, uh, in this parsha, and uh, those who are more could, uh, could view it in the Sefer. So here we go. Omdimanu lefnei Sefer chadash, avodat ha-karbanot mikdash. Oh, we're standing in front of a new Sefer, the Avoda. Sefer Shakomauto Mukupalas the Mila Rishona Shabo. The whole Sefer starts off with a Vayikra. Hakadish Baruch Hu Kore Lanu. Uma Owe Rosanu. Hashem is calling us, awakening us to be close to Him. In what way? Karbanos. Karbanos, it's so far from our mind. It's so distant from our society. How do we relate it to us? Line four. Ba'avoda nifla velyona zu mizgala shir kocham shel Yisrael. As he's going to say, this avoda is going to show us and give us an appreciation of the uniqueness of Am Yisrael, different than all the other nations. Einzu avoda, where it's underlined. Sheba'anu mizbodadim u misnatkim in ha'olam. This avoda is not one that we separate and cut ourselves off from the world as we think, Karbanos, nothing to do with re- religion. Ela Adaraba, no. What do we do by Karbanos? Anukololim, uma'achtim, es kol chelke hayetzira imanu. You know what we do by a Karban? We bring together all the parts of life into a religious structure. We take plant life, we take animal life, and we use it to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every other mitzvah, almost every other mitzvah, we just use our, we do something ourselves. There are some mitzvahs that we relate. By a shofar, we use part of an animal. Right? By tzitzis, tefillin. So there are other props that we use by other mitzvahs. But there's no other mitzvah by definition. The whole mahus of the mitzvah is to take other parts of the bria and use it and help them fulfill their mission as well. Adam ki akriv mikam karban l'Hashem and a behemah and a bakar and atzon. Remember, animals. If one is not a vegetarian, 
So there's nothing that animals we kill them quickly, right? There's no tzabalichaim, and the only difference that we do is we do something with their blood, and we do something with the chelav, the fats that are usually thrown out anyway. But almost all meat is eaten. The human being, the Jew, takes the lower levels of creation, takes the plant's life, the flower, the carbon mincha, takes the animals, lower level, on the pyramid of the nivra'im, of creations, that the kuzari says for us, as we'll get to. We all come together. We bring the animal and the mincha that goes along with many of the karbanos to the Beis HaMikdash and the entire Bria comes together to serve Hashem. The ultimate, in a certain sense, he says, of tikkun olam, of fixing, uplifting the world. We take everything and we use it to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Adam ki akriv mikem karban, hu makrivis atzmo et rucho benishmato, la acheid atzmo. We unite ourselves with everything around us, <coughs> with all of the, with all of the nivraim. And as Jews, this is something unique to our religion, that we look around the world and we say everything in this world could be used for avodas Hashem. That's the message of karbanos. We take an animal, we take a plant, we take the entire world. The entire world is there for us to uplift, for us to elevate. And obviously you can relate this to any modern idea also. Everything is here for us to uplift. Line 20. Ruach Yisrael makiravio da'as es ha'omek ha'amiti shalamitsius. The spirit of a Jew recognizes the depth of the reality in which we live. We know there is not one extra molecule. There's not one extra atom in the universe. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created everything. Every grass, every tree, everything in the world is there for a purpose. Every person is there for a purpose. Every animal is there for a purpose. Everything is connected to Hashem's light. Where it's underlined, Ruach Yisrael Mabita ala Pnimis Hametzias, and a Jew is able to see the inner workings, the hidden realities. Umakira v'yodas heitev and knows shetzarach lakari v'sakol elasharish elyon. It's our job to bring everything up, to connect everything to that root, which everything, which everything comes from. And that's what he says on the next page now in three. Hachazona ruchani shel Yisrael hu adir. The spiritual view, chazon, of a Jew is great. Not only I did something wrong, so I'm going to focus on myself to do tshuva. I'm going to take what's around me and bring it with me to do tshuva. I'm going to bring a presence, but I'm going to take other elements of what Hashem has given me to bring it as a present. The tikkun of it all is what I, is my goal, is my goal in life. That's karbanos. We bring everything together and it's tikkun olam at its best. But then there's one deeper idea which connects it even more to our lives. Not just an outer bringing something external, but one could even suggest, says now the Talichayim, 
in source number four, something a little deeper. We have to understand what's happening here. We have to realize the unity of every level of creation. We are all interconnected. And even though we see on the outside separate categories of creations, and obviously there are different levels and layers, but as he's about to say, it's just an extra layer, a very different extra layer that makes a qualitative difference, but it's a layer. Venera. It appears on the surface there is no, the man, animal. They're different. There's a physical connection. There's something deeper. The Gemara Chagig even says there are three ways that people are like animals, three ways people are like Malachim. But there's a parallel. Let me explain, says the Talichaim, what do I mean here? That it's not just that Karbanos brings together all the different types of creations in the world, but it brings together everything that a human being has within him. The world is built, as we just said, layers. As the Kuzari made famous, Domeim Someach Haim Adaber Yisrael. The bottom layer, the first step is the domain. What's domain? Dirt. Dirt, right? Rocks. That's domain. Every being in life has a little domain in them. Not just the domain. Animals have a little element of domain. People have an element of domain. The raw materials of every being, that's the domain. Just like domain is dirt, it's rocks, it's raw materials used for something else, so too animals have raw materials. Bones and flesh. People have raw materials. It could be physical raw materials, it could be metaphysical. It could be the ability to, to sense, to feel those abilities, those are also raw materials. Adam notzar afar, Adam arishon came from afar, from dirt. We have domain in us. It's not just as we said. Point one: we take the domain and we take the animals and the inanimate. We take everything and bring it as a carbon to to unify and uplift the whole creation. No, it's in us too. So when we bring domain. That's the symbolic element of bringing the domain within us. We have raw materials. Next level. Everybody has that level. Line 11. Though there is a difference between the inanimate objects, the domain, and the tzomeach, the growers. Why? Because the growers have another layer, have another level have another element. And that is 
The ability to grow. That's the koach of the tzomchim. The people have tzmicha in them? 100%. Animals have tzmicha in them? 100%. That comes, they share that. All the creations above that bottom level of domain, somea chai medaber, all share the tzmicha power. Water, dirt, stones, they don't have that. They just have the first level. But the element of domain, of raw material, to be used for something that exists in all. And then we have, as we just said, the Koach HaTzmich on the bottom. All the coming up layers, we'll call it two, three, and four, it's all there. People also, we have the power of tzmicha in us. Just like a tree grows, we grow. It's the same koach that Hashem put into creations. On the fourth line on top now, in source number five. The next level. Being what we call alive. We mentioned in the past, we also say, oh, is that flower dead? Is it alive? Is the tree alive? We say that, but we don't mean it in the same way as we would say an animal is alive. It's gr- we mean, is it growing? Is it growing? Or is it back to its domain state? Has it lost its koach When we get to an animal, it's an even higher level. Why? Because an animal has what we would call chius, life. Ability, smell, sight, the ability to hear. These are all reflections of a chai. Chai are the two levels, the top two levels. Right? As we'll get to. Adam is a balchai, and an animal is a balchai. And of course, above that, we have medaber. Medaber, the intellect, speech as a reflection of intellect, not just instinct, as animals have, but also an intellect which brings with it the ability to choose, the ability to, to live a free life, which is with one's own choices. Line 9. The ability to make choices. That's the level. So says the Talechayim. When we bring a carbon, we bring a carbon with some domain in it. Right? We bring a carbon, right? We have, uh, we have oil. Oil came from, let's say, came from a tree, from an olive, which was a tzomeh, but now it's a raw material. What's, what's, it's domain. Not really, it's kind of opposite, but it came, but we use a tzomeh, we use something that grew. And then we use chai. Right? We use all of these elements, not only because we're being misakin the external world, but we're misakin within ourselves. All of these exist within us. The animal in an animal also exists in a person. 
That's the taiva, that's the Yitzhahara, that's the animalistic, mundane, earthly parts that are pulling us down. The raw materials, or Adam Arishon, right, came from dirt. And we could lower ourselves, even, right, to be like animals. Right? The Gemara even tells us that in the times after Adam, when the generations went down, 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 and uh, the Nephilim, the Gemara says that people kind of started looking like animals because they let their chai take over. They let the, 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 the elements of Medaber was, was left out and left chai, Rachman Throughout history, there have been tremendously evil people that maybe also have turned into, lost their chai level, lost their medaber level and gone down to chai. And he quotes this from the Arizal, which we're not going to read, but he says that's the ultimate achtus of a carbon that we have to realize. We're bringing chai, medaber, domi, we're bringing that because that's within us. And like the Ramban writes on this week's parsha, which we've discussed in past years, when we see the animal, we have to think that it's our kapara. So we have to think it really is because we share so much. Three out of the four levels are in that animal. Two out of the four levels we share with that, that flower carbon, etc. So that, we have to realize the depths of bringing carbonos, how it relates to me. So though on the surface it seems like the most separate, disconnected from this world, maybe it's the ultimate mitzvah that brings the whole world together up in serving HaKadosh Baruch. Okay. We move on now. So Perak Aleph, Pasake. So we know the first, the first uh, Perak, Perak Aleph, is all about a carbon ola. Second Perak is carbon mincha. Very, very orderly, orderly Perak. And Parsha. So Here we go. First carbon is a carbon ola. Adam ki akriv mikem carbon lashem, Pasagimol, im ola carbono minabakar, zachar tamim yakrivenu. If you bring an ola, bring it as a male. All olos are male animals. El Pesach or Moed Yagrivoso, Lirtsono Lefnei Hashem. Every phrase he was darshaned by Chazal to teach us uh, various halachos. The Samach Yadar Roshola, Smicha is done, we lean on the animal. And then Pasake describes the Avodos, Avodos of, of uh, Karban, Avodos Hadam, Shechita, Kabbalah, Holacha, and Zrika. Vishachar is Ben Abakar Lefnei Hashem, we shecht an animal in front of Hashem, meaning in the north side of the of the uh, Azara, the Ekrivu Bnei Arada Kohanimas Adam. That means, according to Chazal, they walked the dam to the Mizbeach. Vizarkuas Adam al Mizbeach Saviv Asher Pesach Haomoid. And Zrika is is done on the Mizbeach Saviv. Where is the Zrika done? So there is a major difference between a carbon Ola and a carbon Chatas. We'll just focus on those two, and it's in opposite ways. We know by a Behema by an animal. By a cow, by a uh, by a goat, whatever it is, by a by an animal, then the chatas dam chatas is sprinkled on the top of the mizbeach. By while a chatas haof, it's just the opposite. A chatas from a bird carbon is sprinkled below, below the chut hasikra, the middle line that splits the mizbeach in half. The chatas, behemoth's blood, is sprinkled above, and the chatas, ha'ov's blood, is sprinkled below. And by an ola, it's flipped. By an ola, a bird, an ola, ha'ov, the blood is sprinkled above, and a chatas, ha'ov, the blood is sprinkled below. And the question is, 
Everything is symbolic. So what exactly are you supposed to learn from this flip of the halacha? He looks in source number six. There's a difference. The dam of a behemoth chatas nizrak lamala sikra on the kronos, on the four corners of the mizbeach. There are other differences, but we'll just focus on this one. But the ola is below, and by a bird it's lahefech. By a bird the chatas ha'of is sprinkled below, and the ola is always sprinkled above. Why? Says Rav Meir Shapiro, the founder of Dafyomi. Says Rav Meir Shapiro. Line five. Who's bringing a behema and who's bringing an oaf? Generally, the behema, who could afford to bring a behema? An ashir, a rich man. He's the one bringing the behemos. So let's think. Behema he karbanoshel ha'ashir. Kasher maybe ashir ola l'nadava. A carbon ola that the ashir brings. Generally, olos are voluntary. They're presents. He wants to thank Hashem. It doesn't bring carbon toda. You bring an ola, olas nidava. Most olos are voluntary. So the ashir is bringing his cow and his bull, right? Male ola. He's bringing his bull to the base of maybe. He's feeling pretty good about himself. Feeling pretty good. He's bringing this out of his own volition and doing it for Akadish Barahu. You know what the halacha says? The blood is sprinkled below. You're great, but, you know, tone it down a little bit. Don't put yourself on top of the Mizbeach. You know, the blood of an Olas Behema is sprinkled below. Kasher, maybe Hashir Olal and Adava, Gas Libo Olav. He's probably looking at all the other people coming into Yerushalayim with their birds and their flower. Look at me, I got a bull. Yeah, gives himself a little pat on the back. Alululi Tafes Behir Hure Gava. I'm giving something great to the base of Megdash. His patchus shali lezu balma Torah That's what the Torah says. You know what? Sprinkle below. But when a, an ashir has to bring a chatos behema, kasher maybe adam gam im ashir who behema lachatos libonish bar bekarvel chedosh alchata. He's already broken. He's already broken. He's a carbon chatos. He was Mechal Shabbos Peshoge. Whatever the, all the other Averis he's bringing. He's got to bring this big fat animal to, as a carbon. He doesn't, he's the Yisrael, he doesn't even get to eat it. Okay, and oh, I don't get to eat it. That's a present, but here I have to. If the Kohen, I'm going to get some of it. I don't get any of it if I'm Yisrael. Libon Shivron he doesn't think of himself as good any at all, and maybe, maybe he'll even have Yeyush. Maybe, look at me. And maybe it's even so embarrassing. Because you know what, if a person has a bird, maybe he'll hide it in his suitcase, hide it under a bed. If a person has a bull, you're not hiding that. And people will meet you on the way, oh, nice, bringing a carbon? No, what, what, what's the occasion? No, was, no, you don't really want to know. No, please, please. I, I thought I was eating kosher, and it ended up not being kosher. I'm sorry to hear that. Everybody's going to know. We have to give him a little chizik. You know what? Top of the mizbeach. Top of the mizbeach. Chathos behema gets on top. Give him a little chizik. So when he feels so great, we got to balance him out a little bit. Go under. But when he feels already broken, so it's the, he goes to the top. And of course, says Ramir Shapiro, the opposite could be the case when it comes to the ani. The ani who's bringing the birds, who's bringing the oaf. 
line 12. Shonimein pnei hadvarim kasher mevi ha'ani ola binadava. When an ani brings his bird, it's the opposite. When he brings his present, his ola sa'of, he thinks to himself, what am I giving to Hashem? I'm not giving anything. What am I giving? I'm giving a little bird. Okay, this is all I have. But you know what? Um, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't, he doesn't feel so great about himself. You know what? We put him on top of the Mizbeach. We put the Ola Sa'ov on top, because you know, Ani. Echad Amar Bebechad Amamit. Obavachi Yechavin Libo Lashamayim. Doesn't matter if you bring a lot or bring a little. Right? As long as you have Kavana Lashem Shamayim. We mentioned in the past, I'm not sure in the Parsha's year, it was an amazing, an amazing thought I saw once, Bashem Rabbi Eger. Never saw it inside of Eger, but it was quoted in another Sefer. Eger says, we know the la- first letter of the, of the Torah is a, is a Bez, and the last letter of the Torah is a Lamed. Lave! Heart! What letters are right before the Bez and after the la- Before and after the Bez and before and after the Lamed? So before the Bez is an Aleph, and afterwards is a Gimel. Before the Lamed is a Kuf, after the Lamed is a Mem. So the two letters before, Aleph and Chaf, Ach. The two letters afterwards are Gimel and Mem, Gam. Ach is always an exclusionary, limiting word. Gam is always inclusion, also an inclusionary word. A lot. Be Marbe. Says the Bikiva Eger, Echad HaMarbe, Ve'echad HaMamit. Doesn't matter if one is adding, expanding, or limiting. Ubavachi Yechavin Libo. You have the lave in the middle. Libo Lashamayim, the lave's in the middle. Echad HaMarbe, Ve'echad HaMamit. So that's what we tell this Ani. It's a back pocket of Rebbe to have. Right? So we tell this Ani, you know, that, don't feel so bad. You're bringing a carbon, a bird? That's fine. Top of the Mizbeach. The Chatos, though, Chatos is not so embarrassing for him. He has his little bird. It's covered up. Maybe people won't even notice. So, you know, people, you'll bring your cow on a trip to Yushalayim. Maybe you'll bring your bird. We don't want to leave it at home. We brought it with us. So, you know, it's not so, um, it's not as embarrassing. So you know what? Make sure he remembers that he was Chote. So he puts it, Lamata Michota Sikra. A detail, which we say, okay, or when he sprinkle the blood. It opens up a world, a world about what the Torah thinks about different ideas and the messages that the Torah wants to give. Okay, moving right along. Perak Aleph still. Let's get into the second section of Ola. Pasig Yud Aleph. We'll start with Pasig Yud. Vimanatzon Karbano. Right, we have the first pasuk. First uh, section is if you want to bring a a bakar. Now we have tzon pasuk yud aleph v'shachato so al yerach hamizbeach tzafon delfnei Hashem shechted on the north side of the mizbeach. As we know, the mizbeach was towards the center of the azara and kachei kachim ola chatos asham have to be shechted on the north side of the mizbeach. Based on this pasik, Vizarku Banearon, Akonim Stamal, Mizbeach Saviv. And the Banearon, the Kohanim, sprinkle the blood. If anybody looks in a sitter, this pasik is in Karbanos. This pasik has a special role. There's a separate sif in Shulchan Aruch that tells us that we have to say this pasik every day. Right after the carbon Tamid, which it is a good idea to say every morning, uh, right afterwards in the Sidurim, you have this pasik. This part of Talmud is from Parshas Pinchas. Then this pasuk is quoted. The source for this is a Medrash. Look in source number seven, the Beis Yosef. He quotes it in Shulchan Aruch also. The Beis Yosef quotes from the Re Bar Yakar, one of Rashi's Rabbeim. Re Ben Yakar. 
Tov lomar im karbonos pasuk zeh. It's good to say in karbonos in the morning. This pasuk that we just read. That's the eleventh pasuk in Sefer Vayikra. Kidza amrinan b'vayikra rava. Like the Medrash says in our parsha. What does the Medrash say? What's so important about this pasuk? What's so symbolic? All the pasuk says is shechter on the north side. Shechter on the north side of mizbeach. What's so crucial about that? It is unusual that it didn't say this in the first section of Ola. By Bakar, it only says it by Tzon. Says the Medrash, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Meir Ani Alai Shemayim Va'aretz, I testify, Bein Goy, Bein Yisrael, Bein Eved, Bein Ama, Bishashin Kor Mikrozet, Safon, Elofnei Hashem, When they say this Pasuk, they're first to the north side of the Mizbeach, Ani Zohar HaKedaz Yitzchak Ben Avraham. I remember HaKedaz Yitzchak. This one Pasuk, that remi- and something about the, the north element of the Pasuk, that reminds Hashem of Akedas Yitzchak. So if we don't have time to say the whole Parsha's Akedah every day, so this Pasuk, that's it. This Pasuk reminds Hashem of Akedah. And the question is, what does this Pasuk do with the Akedah? The Pasuk says, Kachik, Kachim, Yishashech, on the north side of the Mizbeach. What does that have to do with Akedas Yitzchak? And if you look in a different version of the Medrash, the beginning of source number 8, the Tanah Tevei Eliyahu says, Lama Dafka Batsafon, Kedela Hazkir, Elo Shel Yitzchak Avinu. To remind us of the ram of Yitzchak. Two questions. First of all, what is the connection between north and Yitzchak? Number two, asks the Maral Diskin, what does it remind Hashem of? Yitzchak? The Tanvelio the, doesn't say that. Remind Hashem of the ram of Yitzchak. Who wants to remember the ram of Yitzchak? Remember Yitzchak. The ram happened to be there and Avram took it and shechted it instead of Yitzchak. Why do we want Hashem to remember the ram of Yitzchak? We want to remember Yitzchak Avinu. Says the Maharal Diskin. Says the Maharal Diskin. Uh, not for now, but a couple of years ago we spoke about the Meshachachma on this Pasuk who also talks about what's the connection between Safon and Safun and, and the Akedah. Feel free to listen to the uh, past, the archives. But um, this year, the Maral Diskin. The Maral Diskin says, where does the north side of the Mizbeach come from? Who was the first person to shech something on the north side? Because if you remember, says the Maral Diskin, Adam and Noach, when they built their, their Mizbechos, where did they offer, where did they shech? On top of the Mizbech. They put the animal on top and they shechted it there and they were makrav it there. And what about the Akedah? Yitzchak was a carbon, right? So what happened? Abraham, where did he shech Yitzchak? Where was he about to shech Yitzchak? On the Mizbeach. On the Mizbeach. We don't do that anymore. It's a whole discussion. The Mishnahis and Zvachim. As a kosher if you shechted on the Mizbeach. You shechted on the north side. So what was Abraham shechting on the Mizbeach for? Says the Maral Diskin, you know what? Up until that time, on the Mizbeach was appropriate. That's exactly was the place. After all, why wouldn't you shecht it there? Shecht the animal there, then burn it there. But then things changed. Why did things change? Because Avram saw the aisle. And then what happened? Let's read it. Says the Maral Diskin, line 11. Up until the Akedah, animals were sacrificed, were shechted, and burned to Hashem on the Mizbeach. 
Kemosha Matsino Gabi Akedas Yitzchak, exactly what Avram Avinu was going to do. Right? He took the knife, he was about to shecht him. He obviously wasn't shecht him before. Im Kain Gam Khan. Achar Kach Shaker Vaayo. Haisar Aflikachaz Yitzchak Mealam is Beach. De Omar Ula Hakriv Es Haayil. What did Avram do? He left Yitzchak on the Mizbeach. And he went and got the Ayil. And shechted the Ayil. On the north side. Of the Mizbeach which he had built. Why? He didn't take Yitzchak off. Just in case something goes wrong. Just in case I don't properly fulfill what Hashem is telling me now, bring the aisle instead, maybe he's going to want me to do Yitzchak again. So you know what? Let me leave Yitzchak there tied up and I'll go do this aisle and then if I need to, I'll go back to Yitzchak. Avramavita doesn't say, thank God, Yitzchak, quickly, get down, before God changes his mind. No. He leaves Yitzchak there. The Isa, the Haya Omer Avma Vinu, Shema Yia Siba Ma Siba Ma Baha Ayo, Shalo Yatza Bakashros, Viakrav is this like we know. Maybe it's gonna have to be Makrav him anyway. Vizemash Shachra, but Safon, that's why he shechted the animal off the Mizbeach. You know what Hashem says? That Mesiris Nefesh, that power of Avma Vinu's Emuna to leave Yitzchak there and put this an- and shek the animal instead? Forevermore, I want the most kadosh animal shechted on the north side of the Mizbech. Because that's what Avram Avinu did. Says the Medrash, why do we say this Pazik? To remember the Ayol of Yitzchak. The Ayol. Because the Ayol is what was shechted on the north. And that's the connection to the Pazik. Tzafon. And that's why this Pazik reminds HaKadosh Baruch Hu of the Akedah, the Mesiris Nefesh. Those who say it and those who haven't said it, it's a good idea to start saying it. This Pasuk takes about 15 seconds, even less. This Pasuk, the 11th Pasuk in Vayikra, every morning, it's in Shulchan Aruch, it's in the Sidurim. We shecht it. And also, by the way, he doesn't mention this, but the Meshachachma did, why this Veshachat Oso, the Makar for Tzafon, is Dafke in the second section of Ola by Tzon, and not in the first one by Bakar, because that's what... That's what Avram Avinu gave, Ayol, which is in the larger zone category. Okay. One other point re- related to Tzafon, a different shot. Different shot. What is the connection to, fr- from Tzafon to the Akeda? That's a Chidushi Harim. Source number nine. Says the, the Gera Rebbe, the Chidushi Harim. Iker Hakarban Hu. As we know, says the Chedushi Arim, a carbon is meaningless without the proper kavana. There's no other area in halacha where kavana plays as much of a role. There's no, there's no other area in halacha which there are as many pages in Shas of dafim about machshava, about karbanos. Every stage of the carbon of the Bailim, and of the Kohen, and all different types of Machshavos, starting from the first Mishnah in Kachim, discusses certain types of problematic thoughts. And then you get to other types of problematic thoughts, Shalol Lishma, and Shalol Shal Pigol, and all different Shalobim Komo, Shalobismano. Machshava plays such a crucial role in the world of Karbanos. Says the Chidushi Harim, the point of a Karban is to think about all the messages that we've said already. But to realize 
that you want to be Moser Nefesh for Hashem. And that animal is like you. Haratzon mea adam limsaras nafshul Hashem yisbarach. Rak mechasim es haratzon azeh ba'akrovas behema. But we don't. We don't believe in human sacrifices unless Hashem actually commands, which happened one time in history and that's it. And it was only a test anyway. But we don't believe in this. So what do we have? We have animals. Animals are here in this world to serve man, to provide for man. So we cover up on the surface. What does it look like? It looks like you're shackling an animal. No, but deep down, hidden, deep down, hidden is the person being most there and feeling. So tzafon is from the word safun, as we're getting into the Pesach mood. Tzafun, what's hidden. It's the machshavos that are hidden inside of us. That's the key to karbanos. Ha'ikert tzfuna lefnei Hashem. Sha'atzafon ha'tamun ye lefnei Hashem velo begilu yala meitzach. It's not. It's not in front. It's not open. It might all be connected to what's on the forehead of the Kohen Gadol, Kodesh Lashem, but it's all hidden inside each and every Jew. And says the Svasemis now, following his grandfather's uh, Torah, the Chushi Arim, Mamshach HaSvasemis V'yomer, Ubevadai ki ze'ikr b'chinas ha'karban ki yakrav mikem, lios kal adam mishubid Lashem Yisbarach. And there is no greater message where we see this than by the Akedah. The Akedah was the ultimate Mesiris Nefesh. Now, post the Akedah, we have Karbanos which try to mirror, mirror and mimic the Akedah as much as we can with the Kavanas that Avram Avinu had. But that's what Safun. Safun is what's hidden. The hidden is the Mesiris Nefesh and that goes back to Avram Avinu. El Shayaham B'maisa Gamkein Shetziv Hashem Yisbarach L'Hakri B'maisa Mamish Behema Vav. Okay. Let's continue. Perak Aleph, Pasuk Yud Zayin. So we spoke about Bakar, spoke about Tzon, and now we move on to Of. To Of Sheni. Vimena Of Ola Karban Ola Hashem. What do we do by an Of? What do we do? Karban Ola Sa Of is all on the Mizbeach. The agreement of Torim and Mibnea, you know, as Karbano, as we know, Karban Ola is all Hukrav, Khalil, as the. Uh, as the Torah describes it. But what do we do by a carbon oaf? V'shisau so. Pasuk Yuzayin. V'shisau so b'chnafav lo yavdil. V'hiktiru so ha'koyin ha'mezbecha. We shecht it. Well, we do a special type of shechting called malika. As we know, instead of using the differences between malika and shechita. Not for now. But after it's shechted, we separate the wings a little bit. We separate the wings and then we're makrivit on the mezbech. Separate the wings. The symbolism for that is not for now. But let's read Rashi. Let's read Rashi. Bichnafav. Wings. Notza mamish. Says the Rashi. The wings and the feathers. Vahalo ein locha hedyot shemeriach reach rashal kefanim nisrafim. Veinafshal katze alav. When you burn this part of the animal, it generally smells disgusting. That you can't be in the same room. The reach rashal knafayim. Nisrafim. It smells so bad, says Rashi. Why does the Torah say to burn them? Because 
to give us the message that even though, yes, it smells bad, but this is all the Ani has. And it's Reach Nichawach. And Hashem smells it, and that's what the Pasuk says. Ishei Reach Nichawach Lashem. Hashem does not differentiate between who's bringing it. It could be something that's foul-smelling, objectively, but Hashem accepts it. Line 3 in Rav Yeruchim, in source number 10, the message for us is, how do we treat people that might smell? How do we treat others? Ha-mikra balalam deinu, miteva ha-adam, ki yis-aneg lihi We like to be close to noble people, royal people, people who are in a certain class of society, that people love them, they smell good, they wear perfume and cologne. Sometimes, to even be near a, a lower class citizen, in Ani, he hasn't showered in days. Somebody comes and we're near them, we try to walk on the other side of the street, don't sit next to them in shul, because of Kruma Bluem, they don't wear nice clothing, Mulachlachim. We can't even be near them. The Koshikan and surely to smell and be appreciative. You know what Hashem teaches us? No. We have to love all fellow Jews. Be with him. Ingest, imbibe, let it be a reach nichoach. Rav Solveitchik writes that he remembers when he was at his in his grandfather's house. He remembers as a young child he didn't like to go to his grandfather's house. It's written in some places. Reb Chaim, why? Because Reb Chaim had all the aniyim sitting in his living room. He didn't let them go anywhere else. Reb Chaim was known the brisker, as it says on his kever, ish chesed. He had all the aniyim in his house. It smelled, and that's why as a little boy he said he was uncomfortable. But that's Rabbi Yeruchim, Vishisa Usobichnafov. Get the message of Rashi. Get the message of Rashi. I remember, Lahavdil. I remember as a young child, I remember there was an older, we had an older cousin, older cousin in, uh, that lived in the neighborhood. And also, was somewhat of an Ani. And he did not smell that great. Don't know when the last, I remember as a child, and I said, I was a young, I was the youngest in my family, and he used to come for Shabbos meals. My parents invited him in. I sat there, and I remember being so uncomfortable. But you look back and you realize the chesed and the message that my parents taught in that it doesn't matter if somebody smells bad. That's mamish what Rav Yeruchim is saying. It's a reach nichawach. doesn't matter who the giver is in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to treat everyone as if they are a child of the king. Okay, one more thought related to the Parsha, and then we'll end off with something on Parsha's Achodesh. There's a Pasuk, Paragimel now, moving right along. Parag Beis is all about a carbon Mincha, and Paragimel is about a carbon Shlamim. Paragimel Pasuk Tezayin. Paragimel Tezayin. What does the Pasuk say? Towards the end of Paragimel, the Shlamim discussion, V'hikti Rama Kawena Mizbecha, the Kawen is Maktir, the fats, Lechem Yishei Lerech Nichoach, Kol Chelev Lashem. All the fats go to Hashem. You read this Pasuk, it does not seem such an exciting Pasuk. 
It seems like one of those ayikra psukim that are talking about the lobe of the liver and the li- all the fats that are that have to be hukraf. Read the Pasuk is not so exciting. And then you read the Rambam. The Rambam makes this Pasuk exciting and brings it in to every single mitzvah that we do. It's a Rambam. This Rambam should be made more famous. That's what we're trying to do right now. The last Rambam in Hilchaz is Mizbeach. Says the Rambam in source number 11. After talking there about what's kosher for the Mizbeach and what's not kosher. We know the Mishnah is described. There are different levels of oil. The best oil to use for the Shemen Zayizoch and then Shemen Zayiz, right? This one is unique for the menorah and this one you need, you're allowed to use for the covered mincha. And then there are different levels of flour and sometimes that's be dak minadak. Different levels of everything. Says the Rambam, what do you learn from all of this? What do you learn from all of this? If all the different kinds are, of oil are good for a current mincha, so what do we have to know the different levels? You gotta know the, you gotta know what's best to use, what's okay to use, and what's puzzle to use. Why? You want to know what carbon to bring? The best that you got. Not that the worst. Oh, I don't need this anyway, so I'm going to give this as a carbon. No! It says that we... Why do we have to know what the best oil is? Because that's what we should give to Hashem. Hari nomar batora. Where do we see this? <laughs> the Rambam quotes... Trivia question, you could ask on Shabbos. Where does the Rambam talk about Kain and Hevel in Mishnah Torah? Right here. The end of Yisurim is Ve'ach. What did Hevel bring? He brought from the best of his sheep, from the fattiest sheep. What did Kain bring? He brought some, some uh, flour. Hevel brought from the best. Hashem turns to his karban. Va'yisha Hashem el Hevel vel minchaso. And then he says, here's the Rambam. Vehu, it should be underlined, sorry. Vehu adin lachal davar shehul l'shem akel atov. Everything we do for Hashem, which means any mitzvah that we do, sheyiyeh min hanoeh hatov. It's got to be from the best. Everything we do, every mitzvah that we do, should be from the best that we have. Vimbana based fila, yenom based yeshivaso. And I should spend more money on my shul than I do on my house. Somebody comes in, there's a guest over. What do I have? I could give them the, the most succulent piece of chicken. You know what? Let's save that for supper tomorrow night. Let's give them like the stuff that was like a little dried out. No. You give them the best. Somebody's freezing. So what do you do? So you give them a jacket. Oh, give it, where's that jacket that nobody wears? You know, Pat... Okay, you have to be, you have to be, uh, real. If you don't think you're gonna get it back, you have to be, you know, Chayecha Kodman. But if you know he's just taking that, so he's bringing him back in an hour, you can give him one of the good sweatshirts. You can give him something that is prompt, that is, that is, that is, that is a positive. Hikdish Dover, Yaktish Benayofish, Amenachasov. Everything's gotta be the best. Use the best for mitzvos. Where is this in the Torah? V'cheinu Omer, Kol Chelev, Lashem. Our pusik. Not just all chalev is burned to Hashem, but the fattiest. The fattiest, like we know by Hevel, he brought the fattiest to Hashem. That's a Rambam. Isurim is 
And if you look in the Tam Vadas, Rav Sternbach writes, he quotes a story from, again, another Rebbe, Rebbe Migur, being back to Gere, he said, quotes, a chassid once came, and somebody, he said, I lost my tefillin. I love it, you have any tefillin I can borrow? So he says, sure, here, take these. He gives him the tefillin, he says, oh, by the way, be very careful with those tefillin, because that's front, it's the Svas Emesis tefillin. He says, what? You give me the Svas Emesis tefillin? I can't take the Svas Emesis tefillin. He's like, no, please, please, just bring it back, just be careful with it. He says, well, how can you give me this, give me something else? He says, no, the Ramam says, he's Surim Mizbeach, you gotta give the best. He lived, the Rambam, Sophie Surim Mizbeach. Kol Chelev, Lashem. If we came into this year thinking that Vayikra might be dry, we must think otherwise. Kol Chelev, Lashem. Doesn't matter how one smells, right? We gotta be close to them. There's a lot of messages, right? Karbonus brings the Achdus of the domain, the Tzomeach, the Chai, the Medaber. Chatos and Ola, top of the Mizbeach, bottom of the Mizbeach. Everything has a message for us. Okay, so let's move on now to Parshas HaChodesh, Rosh Chodesh Nisan. We have the Schus, the Shabbos, of course, have taken out three Torahs, one of the few times we ever have such a Schus. Rosh Chodesh, Parshas HaChodesh, and Parshas Vayikra. One thought on Hischadshus. Says the Argadalia, source number 13. The Torah writes, we've mentioned this Torah in the past, quoting the Pirkei Derbalazar, that the three Regalim are connected the three Avos. Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot is connected Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. The Rashi Chadashim are connected the Shvatim. Connected the Shvatim. Fine. Afterwards, they lost it. It was given to their wives. That's why, by the Egel, and that's why it's a, it's a holiday for the wives. Uh, fine. But not for now. But what do you see from the tour quoting the Perkei Derbalazar? The Yamim Tovim and Rashi Chadashim are connected. They're parallel. These are the Avos and these are the Rashi Chadashim. Turning the page, they each have a certain special quality to them. Second line on top. Each one of the Regalim has a hashpa'a from the Avos, which gives it a certain sanctity of the day, Kedusha, and that leads to the mitzvah that we have of Alila Regal. But the Hashpa of Rosh Chodesh, as we just mentioned, has become blurred and covered since Cheta Egel. As the Torah there says, that's why it was taken away from the Shvatim. But La'asilava, we quotes from Svarim, it's going to come back. Yiftichu Asha'arim shal Rosh Chodeshim. The Rashi Chadashim are going to come back, and that's why, what does Yishayo say at the end of his Sefer? Right, it's the Haftorah coming up. Shabbos HaGadol, Midei Chodesh V'chad Sho Yavoh Chabasar L'Shtachavos. There's going to be Aliyah L'Regel on Rosh Chodesh. Every month, we're going to go to the Beis HaMikdash. Aliyah L'Regel. Why? Because at root, Rosh Chodesh is a Yantif also. It's just the, the Kabbalistic, it, Kabbalistically, it's covered up. We ruined it with the Chet Egel when we all gave. We couldn't ruin Yantif, but we could ruin Rosh Chodesh. But in the future, it's going to come back. What's the symbol? What's the message of the Rosh Chodeshim? They're all Rosh Chodesh. They're different Rosh Chodeshim, but they're all Rosh Chodesh. The, the Yom Tovim, they're each different. Pesach Shavuot But here they're all Rosh Chodesh. So, says the Argadaya, we find a number of connections between Rosh Chodesh and David HaMelech. David Melech Yisrael Chai We say in Kiddush Levana, 
Right? If you remember the, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, where there was a Gzeira, that they weren't allowed to declare the new moon. So they send, had to say, send secret messages to each other. So when they wanted to say there was Rosh Chodesh was coming up, that was the code word. David Melech Yisrael Chayvakayim. That was the code word. Why? There's a connection. David's Malchus waxed and waned. The moon waxes and wanes up and down. But what's the connection? David is the Mishorer, is the singer for Am Yisrael. To heal him, all of our songs come from David. Why does a person sing? He obviously had all emotions in Tehillim. But why does a person sing? Says the Argadalia, because he feels a hischadshus. He feels a newness. He feels an excitement. If a person's upset and sad, they're not going to sing. Only if they're excited and they feel, uh, they feel alive. Hischadshus, newness. That makes a person sing. And that, of course, is Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is about, we get 12 new beginnings every year. And this year, Tavshinai and Hay, we have 13 new beginnings. We have two others before the next. Actually, it'll be Tavshinai and Vav by then. But it'll be two others. But every Rosh Chodesh is Chodesh. That's why there's a minog, there's an ancient minog, a fasting Arab Rosh Chodesh, Yom Kippur Katan. Why? Because it's an idea of doing shuva every Rosh Chodesh. It's something new. It's going off to a new start. Says the Aragadalia, if this applies to every Rosh Chodesh, this for sure applies to Rashi Chadashim, HaChodesh Hazalachem, the king of all Rashi Chadashim, and that is Nisan. Chodesh Nisan, Parshas HaChodesh, there's no greater newness. What a schus we have this year. It's starting a sefer of the Torah. On Parshas HaChodesh, on Rosh Chodesh. What an unbelievable schus, what power of his chachos there will be in the air, there will be in the sanctity of this Shabbos. We know that Mr. Brewer writes that we should have a special dish every Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. There's to be something extra on the table. This is the Shabbos Rosh Chodesh dish. Right? Something different that you don't make every Shabbos. Because the Shulchan Aruch says you should be mar bebesuda on Rosh Chodesh. If it's already Shabbos, you're already mar bebesuda. So something extra. The Hizchachos will be in the air. Hashem should bless Am Yisrael that we should be Mishadesh, each person individually in the nation. We should have tremendous feelings of Chiddush. Mishadesh b'chol yom tam. It should give us the power of Chiddush and we should be Zochet to all have a proper Nisan and Benisan Nigal and Benisan Asid and Lehigal. Okay, so again, next week will be won't be a Parshish year, it'll be a Haggadah year. Wednesday night will be the uh, the annual Haggadah year. And then the following week there won't be a shear. That'll be the week of Pesach. There won't be. There's no parsha that week. And we'll pick up again after Pesach Wednesday. Uh, it will be um, a shear on, taz- on the Tazria, because we will have done Shmini by then. Um, even though Bnei Chuslaris will be Shmini, but you'll have it a week before. That's okay too. Okay, we'll stop here.